Hey guys, I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle. 12 Days of Couchcast Edition. Guys, we're back. We have strung out the end of this season for as long as we possibly could, but it is a finally officially here. We will be missing you guys, but we are going to take off all of the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll be back with Couchcast, kind of like we normally do in the breaks. And we've actually got a couple of interviews that we're going to be airing during there. We have one episode with Melanie. She's not really a big fancy interview anymore. Y'all are used to hearing from her. So she'll be on, but then we do have another, um, another interview that we'll be sharing with Kristen Priest from Bear with Kristen. So we'll be having that later in January for you guys. We'll have an exact date. Make sure you follow us on Instagram to keep up with when all of those things are airing because we don't have those dates totally yet. Um, So if you don't follow us on Instagram already, it is LFTM underscore podcast. Um, We will be there throughout the break, posting, storying, all the things in so. All the things in. <laughs> Y'all go follow us over there to keep up with when stuff's coming out during the break. Yes, all kinds of fun things. Yes. Also, it's Christmas Eve. I can't believe it. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I can't wait. It has gotten here so fast. Like this year drug on oh forever. But at the same time, Christmas has... I think it's partly because just with this being such a weird year, we didn't have a lot of the like benchmarks that we normally have for passing time because so much stuff got canceled that like mentally, like we haven't gotten to a lot of those places yet. And so it's like, Oh my word, it's Christmas. Like what? Like I still feel like it should be April or May yeah, because of it's just been such a weird year, but yeah, Christmas is here. I'm so excited. Me too. So fun. Okay. So let's ask our final final question. question. Did we save the best 12, for last? What is today? 12 drummers drumming. Drummers drumming. drumming. 12 drummers drumming. 11 pipers, pipers piping. piping. See, everyone always forgets the pipers. 10 lords yep. sleeping. 9 ladies dancing. 8 ladies in the <laughs> I'm just going to let her go. Five golden rings. <laughs> Key change for those of y'all. That was totally intentional. Four calling birds. Three branches. Two turtle doves. And a partridge in a pear tree. Can you guess which one of us is not in the church choir? <laughs> Don't guess because that might just be embarrassing for one of us. <laughs> embarrassing for me either way. Let's be real. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh my goodness. Our 12th question. Okay. What for is the it? 12 days of Couch Cast. Is it wrong to have that one person, that one guy that you used to like, that you had a crush on, who will always have a special place in your heart? Absolutely it is. 100%. I would 100% agree. No buts. No buts at I'm all. not saying you may not have, you. we fight against it, but it is 100% wrong. And I'll say, I have one thing to say to, I mean, we'll say a lot more things, but <laughs> this is my one thing that should, I mean, if the guy you were married to says, oh, hey, but this girl was always just going to have a place in my heart. There is not a female living who'd be like, okay, babe, that's fine. That's so true. No, don't even try to tell me you would case closed okay what's the golden rule <laughs> my yeah. sweet dad would be so proud <laughs> treat people the way you want to be treated yeah. you don't want to put your husband in that position one day to be like oh yeah i love you so much and i'm committing my whole life to you and gonna spend the rest except. of my life with you except this one guy is always just gonna really hold a special place in my heart no now let's have story time because <laughs> yours truly struggled with this for a while so they're guy we talked about yesterday if you haven't listened to yes. day 11 go back and you can get some context on that um guy in high school my parents never actually let me date him we just kind of secretly talked we didn't do anything bad like let Rebel, me Kristen. i know the worst 
this is so lame. I think I've told this story before, but it's been a while. <laughs> um, my siblings, most of them were the rebels in the family. I was very much a rule follower, prided myself in it. <laughs> um, typically was the one telling on my siblings when I found out they broke the rules. But they asked me, my, I think it was my brother asked me, or maybe it was Danielle. I was like, have you ever done anything like you weren't supposed to do? And then just didn't tell anybody. And there was one time with this guy in high school where Melanie went with me, which yeah. is just hilarious. But we had gone to, I guess, a football game. We were in college at this uh-huh. point. So I was not like high school stuff had gone, whatever. We were in college. He worked at the restaurant we went to after the football game. And then he was like, hey, do y'all want to like go like hang out after I get off? And so we waited for him to get off and then went to a Waffle House. (laughs) It was like midnight. I felt like such a rebel. I was like, wow, I'm with my cute high school boyfriend in a Waffle House with my best friend at midnight. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like nothing. We literally just talked. But I was like, this is, and my sister's like, that's all you've done. She's like, what a sad life you've lived. I'm like, no, I've lived a happy life in between the lines. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Anyways, so I started to kind of talk to this guy my junior year of high school. He was a senior. We kept in contact on and off for close to four years. And it was the most ridiculous cycle. Now I look back, I'm like, wow, Kristen, you wasted so much time. But you would, I would think like, oh my gosh, I just love him so much. And he's like, one day he's going to turn around and my parents are going to see they were wrong. And then they would be like, why the heck are you still talking to him? give me your phone and we and then he not talked to me for a while and then we just cycled through for four years oh man and he would he like would reach out to me while he had a girlfriend he Mm. had reached out to me while I had my college boyfriend like all this stuff and so for a while I really struggled with, with this of like gosh I like can't let this go like why is this so difficult for me and thought for a really long like I've got all these like angsty journal entries from that period of my life where I'm like I just don't know if I'm ever going to be able to move on from this like he was just so special blah 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 blah. so I I tell you this because one I need you to know that I get it and I've been there and Bethany's like oh dear gracious Kristen why was I not your friend during this that I could like (laughs) shake you and get you out of this but But also that you have gotten over it I have exactly and what the first thing I will say that really helped me move on from this is I had elevated the memory of him over the reality of what happened with him. And you'll always do that. And you always do that because memories are so much more romantic than reality. And I would minimize the bad things. I would elevate the good things. You'd make it into a movie. Exactly. And so I'd be like, oh, this, you know, I remember this and this was so sweet. And then I'm thinking like, oh yeah, I forgot about (laughs) X, Y, and Z. You're like, Uh oh, and he was a total jerk when that happened or whatever. And when I finally got to the point where I was remembering, oh, hey, like this is how it really was. Or there would be a couple of times where he would reach out and I'd start talking to me like, why am I doing this? Like, yeah. this isn't even fun. Like, this is <laughs> yeah. just, I'm expecting there to be all of this like nostalgia and like great, you know, all these feelings bubble right. up and be so great. And I'm like, this isn't how I remember it at all. I was like, okay, well, that's because this is reality. Mm-hmm. And so my overarching piece of advice I guess if you're struggling with this is really hone in on the facts of what happened when you were with this guy you know 
and think about not how you felt, not how he made you feel, not all the wonderful, nice things he said to you, not the really good, just the good moments. And then you're suppressing everything else. Really try to remember, okay, what actually happened? What was this like being with this guy? And bring in like a friend who was with you during all that and be like, can you remind me of the things that really frustrated me or upset me or the reasons why we're not together anymore and I think if you can really embrace the reality that's what's going to help you move on because as long as you cling to the good memories and that's Uh all you're holding on to you you're gonna have a really really hard time letting go of this guy oh totally and I think yeah you're exactly right establish in your mind what the reality of that relationship or potential relationship or whatever it was was especially if it was just a crush that never materialized, all you have in your head is this alternative reality that never actually happened. You have in your head the idea of what it would have been like if you had dated him. That's all in your head. So establish what the reality of that was and then quit thinking about it. Because mm-hmm. even if you spend a lot of time thinking about the reality of it, you're still, you've got this guy in your head all the time. So establish what that was and then truly move past it. Um, Because if you think about in the Bible, we're told that, you know, a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. You cannot do that if one or both of you still like, yeah, but I kind of like this guy over here. Like think about that merging, that becoming one flesh and think of this other person. Like they're like pulling you away from that. Like you're trying to cleave to your husband and wife in this, idea in your head of this other person is like trying to pull you back from that that's never going to go well and so Mm -hmm. start now like we talk about patterns you may not be married now but hopefully lord willing you will be one day so start now implementing patterns that will benefit your future marriage and this is not one of them Mm -hmm. yeah and i want to talk to the younger girls listening for a minute because i know yeah when you're in high school even early college Marriage is maybe not at the forefront of your mind. And it's really easy to be like, oh, well, I'm in high school. Like, this isn't really going to affect my marriage. This isn't going to affect who I end up with one day. Or you just don't think about it at all. So that's not even going through your head. And, you know, Proverbs 31, I cannot remember which verse. So you feel free to fact check me. But (laughs) says that, you know, he's, he's describing the... Proverbs 31 woman. And then he says, she honors her husband all the days of her life, including the ones you live before you meet him. And if you're spending all of this time hung up on this guy who you either have a crush on that you were never really with, or that you can't seem to let go after you're no longer with him. And you're, you're dwelling on that and you're hung up on that. And and you're, you're so ingrained, your, your thoughts are so ingrained in those things that you can't let go that's going to make it more difficult for when you do meet your husband to yeah. like say, Hey, I am, I am yours 100%. And I hate the whole, you know, I mean, it makes for a great Pinterest quote, but I hate the, <laughs> the concept of like, Oh, you'll always have a piece of my heart no. or like, no, you, you give don't that back when we break up. Exactly. <laughs> like you don't just like go handing out chunks of your heart to who all, all the guys you dated. Like, and yeah. then they just get to keep them like a souvenir whenever you break up. That's not how this works at all. You're a whole person because of who you are in Christ. Yes. And so, and I understand the sentiment of like, 
be smart with how you handle your emotional investment Mm -hmm. with guys along the way. Yeah. I get that. But yes, you, you make that clean break and you move on. And I mean, I've, I've dated guys before. I've been serious before. I thought I was going to marry guys before. So pretty serious things, but I can honestly say like that is over. You take the time. I mean, this isn't going to look the same two weeks out and two years out. Like Mm -hmm. it will look different. Like there's a healing process to grieving that breakup. But I can honestly say I don't feel like, oh, I left a piece of my heart with them. I have moved on from that. I have dealt with it. And yes, I am fully complete in Christ and will move forward in that. But you have to be intentional and smart and wise in how you handle that emotional investment. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so that's taking your thoughts captive. Like Bethany said, whenever you start to think about him, be like, okay, what do I need to replace this thought with? Yeah. Or have a friend that said that you say, Hey, I'm really struggling with like, I've been thinking about this a lot. So can I text you or call you when I'm kind of going down that mm-hmm. rabbit trail and we can just talk about something else the great, wonderful. Um, or, you know, whatever you need to do to refocus and redirect your thoughts, because as your thoughts are redirected, your feelings are going to absolutely and we all know that like it's you can't you can tell yourself okay i'm thinking about this okay let me just go think about something else and you can sit there and talk to yourself or whatever you need to do to kind of redirect your mind and then you're but you can't say like oh i feel sad right now i'm choosing not to feel sad anymore that takes a little bit it does it's not as clean cut snap your fingers and you're done but i will say one thing that i mean from a practical standpoint now one thing that can be more immediate is like okay if you find that listening to certain songs or certain types of music bring up thoughts of this guy, certain movies or like movie scenarios, even whether it's, you know, maybe you're kind of seeing something similar on screen or books or whatever, catalog that, know what those quote unquote triggers are. And you can make a hard break and immediately remove those things from your life. Mm -hmm. And if that's what it takes to do that, then I think that's what you need to do. Yeah. Well, this ought to tell y'all something. My song with the the high school boyfriend was Love Story by yeah. Taylor Swift. I still don't really listen to that song anymore. Not because I, I'm totally over it. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. um, he is engaged now. Yes. He's happy. Great. Good for him. He has a daughter. All the things. Okay. But I got in the habit of never listening to that song, yep. which y'all know if I'm willing to cut out a Taylor Swift <laughs> song, that this is serious. But I just knew... Every time I listened to that song, all the feelings and all the memories came yeah. rushing back. So I'm like, okay, well, we're not even going to listen to this anymore. So as soon as it would come up, if I was back when I had an iPod, when I would shuffle <laughs> all my songs or when I was on, you know, I'm on Spotify yeah. now, I just skip over it. And it's like, okay, great. And now it's just kind of a habit. I can listen to it now and it's fine. Yeah. But that was something I had to do. And yes, it sounds cheesy and maybe like it's not that big of a deal, but it does make a big difference Mm -hmm. when you can eliminate those things that kind of trigger those memories or, you know, bring back those feelings. And it's an easy thing to do. You know, it's not this big, like, oh my gosh, I've got to go through this intensive, you know, (laughs) therapy to get over this guy. It's like, okay, well, no, I'm going to stop listening to all the songs we used to talk about it. I'm not going to, you know, go to our favorite date spot all the time you yeah. know because i'm like oh i wish <laughs> you know whatever so yeah. I, that's a good from a practical standpoint i'm glad yeah. you said that but i get it y'all this is tough it is and i know this time of year it's probably even tougher if there's somebody but you will be so glad 
when you do get married that you have fully closed that door on whoever he is that you can look at your husband in the face and be like, You've got all of me. Yeah. 100%. I am all yours. I'm not holding anything back. I'm not holding any, like holding on to anything, yeah. trying to pull it into our relationship. Like I have closed off what needs to be closed off and I am ready to move forward with you. Yeah. And you've got to do that before your wedding day. Exactly. It can't be like, oh, now I should probably think about this. Like yeah. start that now. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. Well, we will leave you with that. That concludes our 12 days of Couchcast. We hope you guys have enjoyed this as much as we have. We've had such fun time and we will be back with our blooper reel next week. Yes. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> That'll be quite the quite the thing. There are so many. It has it's been so a year. It's so representative of 2020. That Seriously. We had as many bloopers as we did, so <laughs> it should be fun. But y'all have a very Merry Christmas. Yes, absolutely. And a Happy New, new Year. year. <laughs> we will be back in the new year. Yes, we will. We'll be off. We probably won't have anything from us for a couple of weeks. But yeah, early mid-January, we'll be back with some couch casts, some fun stuff we have planned, and then back for season six in February. So stay tuned. Have a wonderful holiday season and very Merry Christmas. And we will talk to you later. Until then, I'm Bethany. And I'm Kristen. And this is Looking for the Middle.